0: Welcome to Making Bank, the show for Bankless DAO by Bankless DAO, where each week we highlight a project and a personality from inside the Bankless DAO. We want to showcase the work that we do and the people who do it. This is our story as we journey to become more bankless. If you want to learn more about what it is that we do, then just keep listening. We hope you enjoy today's episode of Making Bank. Hi, I'm Drost, and welcome to another episode of Making Bank. Today's guest goes by Ray Bankless in Discord. Ray joined Bankless DAO at the end of September 2021. He is a DAO cartographer, mapping the organizational chart of DAOs. He's also a project manager in the Translators Guild and a grants lead in the IMN, or International Media Nodes, project, where the Turkish Media Node has a strong presence. Welcome, Ray. Welcome to Making Bank. It's fantastic to have you on today. Thanks so much for joining us.
1: Hey, thank you. Thank you, Gross, for having me here.
0: All right. Well, where would you like to start? We definitely want to dig into the DAO cartography and what that all means and, and how you're going about that. But did you maybe want to give a little bit of background on to what brought you into Bankless DAO and how you got your start here?
1: What brought me Bankless DAO was my search on what to do in the crypto world. Like, I started trading coins like buy some sheep and get lambo style so that didn't work like <laughs> most of <laughs> people i think <laughs> and then i was thinking like this is not this cannot be only buying and selling coins because people are talking about different things like they started talking about nfts the nft crazy times you know in the 2020 21 something like that.
0: Yeah, that was a strange time.
1: And then I started to wonder what's, what different what different things that can, I can find in this uh, ecosystem. And Twitter carried me to the DAOs. And the best and easiest for a new joiner, for me, was Bankless DAO, especially the Translators
0: Guild. And why was that?
1: Well, I think the name Translators Guild was so understandable. What do you do here? We translate. Okay, I know English, I know Turkish, so can I do something here? You know, it was so easy after the first quest and stuff, of course, but that was also helpful to understand the structure of the, what we do, what are guilds, what are projects, basically.
0: Yeah, the Translators Guild, it really started out as Translators Guild and then kind of morphed into this broader idea of international media nodes where you're not just doing translations, but you're creating original content, you're localizing to the culture, and then trying to represent as best we can our membership and looking at how many members we've got in various parts of the world and making sure that we're communicating with them and as much as possible in their native language. Is that a fair way to look at that?
1: Yeah. It's a fair way, only Uh, I would correct one part that right now Translators Guild and International Media Nodes are separate entities. International Media Nodes is a project that has spun out from the Translators Guild. And now uh, it's a standalone project and Translators Guild is just continuing to do what they do. Uh, We still try to uh, reach people with translations. And find maybe outside sourced external source, uh, translation jobs for the contributors of the guild. And media nodes are pretty much doing the thing you said, like reaching people, creating content. But we are more focused on translations in the Translators Guild.
0: Oh, okay. Well, thanks for clarifying that. Let me ask you this. Is the Translators Guild also... In one sense of the word, like a talent pool or a place where people with communication skills and in various languages and cultures can then almost be like a farm team, if you will, for the international media nodes. If they want to get plugged yeah. into some component in their region, whether it's social media strategy. That's a part of it. Yeah. Yeah, that's a part of it. To me, that's the real power there. Yeah,
1: we are. It's a, well, basically, guilds are talent pools was what enlightened me, that, that phrase what enlightened me about the guilds. And uh, Translators Guild is basically, yes, a talent pool. And inside the Translators Guild, we also try to act like a project incubator. Uh, We have a small budget to incentivize people who are trying to create projects. Right now, we have a glossary project, and we are uh, trying to create this glossary in 10 languages for starters. All of this was Uh, not in the budgets in the beginning of the season. We just had this small budget for people to create this project. And now they are going for grants uh, by themselves. So this is how International Media Nodes also started. After they uh, were incubated in the Translators Guild and then separated as a project, now they are looking at us when they need translations again.
0: Yeah, it's really impressive how Between the two, it has really mushroomed, if you will, around the world and creating all this localized content. It's really fantastic. We did want to talk a lot today about your current work in DAO cartography, but I wanted to get a little bit of background there uh, as to really where you started with Translators Guild. I always find it interesting how people came into Bankless DAO and where they started, what they found to be the most comfortable entry point. And then you find out things that pique your interest or tickle your interest from there. And you moved into Dow cartography, among other things that you've worked on. Are you ready to touch on that? Or did you have anything else you wanted to communicate about IMN? I know you were the grants lead, or I don't know if you still are the grants lead with IMN.
1: Uh, I'm still um, for two weeks. Uh,
0: oh, okay. But, so that's just through yeah. season four. Yeah,
1: okay. it will be elected in season five also. We will see. I'm not sure I'll be uh, applying for that. Maybe a different thing.
0: Yeah, yeah, there's lots of opportunities for that. Yeah,
1: lots of opportunity.
0: So it sounds like maybe there's an opening for Grants Lead in in IMN.
1: Yeah, new people should be moving in, you know.
0: Yeah, absolutely. We've been talking about that in other guilds and projects too, where you need some continuity, but you also want to bring in fresh voices and provide opportunity for more people to get plugged in and and find their jam, right? (laughs) Yeah,
1: they need to try. So about the dog cartography. Uh, how did I move there? Just I just meeting crash them.
0: <laughs> <laughs> meeting crash, I love it.
1: <laughs> yeah, I just meeting crashed the Dao Cartography channel because like it it was an interesting and also a cool name, you know, Dao cartographer. Like, what are you? I'm a Dao cartographer, but it, it sounds cool to me, you know. <laughs>
0: right. It does sound cool. What exactly is DAO cartography? And you meeting crashed. And so you jumped in there and thought it sounded interesting. And then what'd you find out from there?
1: Yeah. And they were talking about like uh, how to structure the cartography program. And uh, what they were talking about was quite close to what we did in a micro role position in Translators Guild. I explained that this looks familiar to me. And then they just said, if you want, if I want to. Uh, try that. And I'm like, okay, let's, let's try it. So from that point on, actually, I'm kind of trying to define DAO cartographies. And I think what it is like, it is visiting the teams in your DAO or in your organization, let's say, and learning their structure to create a visual map of that organization. So it is not only using this application and stuff. So it has this social point where you have to go and talk to people if their notion is not updated. Like talk to them. I check your notion. I see some rules, but is it like that? Is it still valid? And it, sometimes, well, like most of the times, they realize that their notion is not updated from your update. Notion as a Wikipedia for yourself and updating that Wikipedia. Sometimes doesn't happen, a lot of times. But with Sobol and with the DAO cartography program uh, together, uh, they they keep these information updated, and it, that that's the difference I I can say with the other two. Like this has a kind of a human part.
0: Sobol does the human part.
1: Yeah, Sobol, a human, a social part to learn about the, this uh, team you are mapping, who is doing what. Which, which task they have, yeah.
0: Because it kind of starts from teams, doesn't it?
1: It starts with teams and roles.
0: Yeah, I haven't worked with it a whole lot. So it starts with teams and roles, and it pulls in your existing roles and stuff from Discord. Is that correct? And so it, it shows them correctly and then maps them to the organization, or am I oversimplifying that?
1: Well, I'm not oversimplifying, but maybe uh, the placement is a little bit off. Okay, It starts with the teams and roles you define your teams. A team can be an entity that there is a sub-team in it, and a role is the bottom layer of those teams and sub-teams. So you assign a person to that role, and Sobol application gather these information from not only from Discord, but every information source that can be in your DAO. It can be, as I said, a notion or a person because... Uh, sometimes they don't keep track of their sub-teams and roles. They just start to, uh, you can come at a point to them, like they are starting a new team. It's kind of ready, uh, but they just didn't still put it in Notion. So you just talk with this person and just do your map. So it can be any information source that you can find and complete the map that the bot cannot get the information.
0: Okay, okay. And then is there some amount of automatic updating or or it it sounds to me like there is some level of automatic updating there. So if roles change, it'll change in Sobol. So you're not having to go and manually change that or...
1: Yeah, there is, for example, the parts that it's a team with a lot of members going in and out, like a guild, uh, for example. So most of the time you have the active members in the teams and like everyone active or not active. So if they uh, get into some roles, they are marked as active, so that uh, they drop from this uh, general members uh, circle. That circle is automatic. And if you define a team and start mapping it with the uh, Discord bot, and the bot uh, will synchronize that command so you, you don't do that again.
0: Interesting, cool. I'm looking at it right now. I'm, I'm actually in the Sobel interface. I know it's kind of hard in, a, in an audio <laughs> podcast, but, um, but it is a, it's a very visual tool, and it's showing basically these circles of, of the guilds and, and so on and who's involved in them. And then when you drill down and shows guilds, it shows uh, who the, uh, the addresses of the Gnosis, yeah. safe owners, uh, sub-teams that are in there, that kind of thing. And so you can drill down and, and get into all that information there.
1: Yeah, we are using these information in the new joiners talent scout meetings or onboarding meetings so that people can learn how to use Sobol to see if there is any empty role that they can grab or any teams that they might be interested. Like, You can get lost in this Discord list and sometimes you may not be able to find them in Notion or wherever. So this is kind of a visual thing and when you are looking into it, you can see an interesting thing. And the information is over there and you just click it. So if it's a role, you can go talk to the team lead. And if it's a guild, you can just learn their notion, how to enter and stuff.
0: So have you found that people are really starting to take advantage of it? Or are we still building up the structure and getting people familiar with the tool? And I know sometimes it's hard to get folks to update their data. Granted, there's the automatic opinion yeah. components there but there's definitely some manual stuff so I'm just wondering how accurate it is right now, what needs to be done it sounds to me like part of or it feels to me like part of what needs to happen is we could use some more participation from Bankless down members in terms of taking a look at their own profile in ball getting familiar with it, making sure that it's reflecting accurately what people are working on. Is that fair?
1: Yeah it's fair uh, and all of these points we were in season 4 we were working on a lot of these. Uh, for example, the uh, participation from the DAO is increasing because uh, before we were trying local cartographers to uh, implement cartographers into the guilds and projects and then let them keep the map updated. But now we move to more trying to e- include people approach and started this uh, Sobol Editor trainings And with this trainings in Season 4, we get seven more new uh, Sobol editors, which they uh, go to the projects and the guilds, and they are involving people. This helped us to uh, keep the map much better updated, including new Sobol editors approach. And the second thing we are trying is to implement the Sobol uh, how-to session into Education Guild, which we had the first one uh, two weeks ago. Uh, It will be a monthly how-to session for the new joiners.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say that's for the new joiner session, so you're introducing Solbolt right off the bat. Yeah. Oh, that's good.
1: And also, that's the introduction part. Also, when you go into the translators guild, and hopefully now into the uh, project management guild, if uh, I can convince my friends that we can just use these onboarding features, these onboarding sessions to introduce Sobo. So uh, guild by guild also, we have talent coordinators and in projects also. So we are also trying to grab the attraction from where they are starting, the new joiners. Yeah, they learn how to uh, fill their profile in each of these talent onboarding or any sessions like that. So the profile filling percentage is increasing i might
0: say yeah in fact i'm looking at my own profile and sadly it's not filled out because I, I, I haven't looked i apologize I. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah most of the older contributors they don't have but newer contributors <laughs> they more more than they
0: have. oh see so okay folks this is an area where new contributors and new joiners have a leg up on folks that have been around the dow for a while because you filled this out as a part of joining and the rest of us kind of forgot about it. So a uh, little note to BDAO members, go in and update your Sobol. Um And I am on that list. I need to update mine. But yeah, just as an example, it's obviously got your Discord ID, teams you're involved in within the DAO. You can put in a personal statement. You can put your Twitter handle, uh, wallet address if you choose, skills, if your DMs are open, if you have a calendar link for Calendly or something. In your time zone so you can put all kinds of stuff in there and choose to or not put whatever information in you want
1: yeah it's pretty optional
0: and so that's so the only thing that's in there by default is your user id i'm just number zero zero six three in discord and that's pretty much the only default thing and then the roles i've selected in discord and that's it and the rest of it is all mapped and data entered by the individual member or people working on the cartography yeah,
1: about the wallets. What you see right now, you just manually type in your wallet there. But now, identities will be a new feature in Sobol. They are here, actually. Right now, if you go to Home section, on the top left corner, you'll see a Home button. If you go there and click the Identities under the Account Settings, you see you can add an identity.
0: Identities, yeah.
1: And these will be your identities that you shared with DAO's. And you can imagine where we are trying to go with this, to share DAOs between people, basically.
0: Yeah, expand on that a little bit.
1: Well, um, every DAO...
0: Like networking, people networking across DAOs and between DAOs?
1: Like networking people, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like networking people with DAOs. You can see my DAO, I can see your DAO. Oh, I can check, like, what is the DAO? I should go check that and just click in their links. To go to them, it's a little bit in the future plans, I might say, but this identities, especially world connection, gets me a little bit excited about all of these things, so yeah, that's here,
0: yeah, yeah. It's a pretty new tool. I kind of key in on the initial visual approach to it so you can instantly identify how the organizational groups relate to each other. Then drilling down into this, and I can see where future integrations can really be useful. Is Sobol integrated with some of these bounty tools and stuff like Dwork or anything like that? Right now, no. But in the plans
1: of Sobol, all these integrations uh, will be on your uh, selection. Like, you don't have to use it, but you can just open it, and then use it. Uh, that's that's the plan, basically. Okay. Uh, but right now, we have our own goals uh, section. You can use it as a Kanban board or, the, or as a table, and you can track your goals. It's actually uh, more advanced than most of the bounty uh, applications out there with tracking the goal a little bit better with calculating subtask finishes and stuff. I'll be honest, this not being able to pay from this, how can I say, from the from inside the app.
0: From the interface?
1: Yeah. I, I cannot finish the pass. Oh, I see. If I was able to finish it with the payment, I think it would be much better than all of them.
0: I'm curious. I know you're introducing people to it when they come in and you join your session and stuff now, but are there ongoing... Trainings or sessions on the basics of Sobol, or is it more of a self training thing where you go watch a video or something? I know you've got Sobol editor in terms of people that are going to be doing maintenance, but just in terms of a DAO member wanting to get a better feel for Sobol and what it can do, or what DAO cartography does specifically.
1: Yeah, yeah, we are planning on a higher level uh, approach, but not with training, I believe, because what I see until now, being a DAO cartographer, I might say. Is not by training, I think. After the first training, all the information is out there and the support documents of Sobol and uh, DAO cartography channel, will just come in and ask any question you want. Like every information channel is open. After that, it's a little bit more self interest. If you are interested in it, you just go do something and like you learn it. There are people who uh, started. new Sobol instances and started mapping other DAOs than Bankless, which they didn't even ask me how to. I just showed them the support documents and just they started doing. it. So I think that's up to the people to get the experience and like join.
0: I'm looking at some of the features here. I'm trying to get my head around a little more. more. I know the mapping is just one piece of it. How are you guys using it? Since you're the core team there.
1: It's maybe best shown in the Sobol communities server, Discord server, in Sobol communities, Sobol instance, because there we use like all of these tools, the goal tracking, and there is tools that I didn't mention, like the agreements. We, for example, do the seasonal proposals for Sobol community, and then everyone Agrees on the document that is uploaded on Sobol, so we use it quite quite deeply. You can start a discussion, or you can just leave a sentiment anonymously. If you have any decisions from your discussions, you can carry them over there. But it's not a it's not like a Wikipedia uh, option. The strongest part of the Sobol is the mapping identities, transparency, accountability, and on the side. We have the helping tools like the goals, agreements, and the posts, archives that you see.
0: Okay. That's, to my mind, a new way of thinking about mapping organizations. And like you said, tracing the accountability. We're not quite there yet in terms of who's the directly responsible individual for this thing. You know, go in and see the map and say, okay, it's this person. How do I reach them? Who are they working with? That kind of thing. Is that...
1: You can say it's a little bit there because like if we can manage to convince people to use it uh, in its full potential you can just see who is this uh, who who, uh, who is taking this role and what's the uh, purpose and responsibilities of this role like an account manager and so you see something wrong in the account you can just know who was taking that and if there are multiple accounts managers, they would have a kanban board and you can see who was assigned to the taxes and just like go ask them about the taxes, not the others.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: It can be done actually the tracking, can be maybe more automated.
0: So in the short term, what do you think are the things, Dow you know, cartography and your team there it's housed within operations guild, right? Is that correct?
1: Yeah. It's, it's held with the operations guild.
0: Yeah. So it's one of the work groups. And so initially it's getting a sense of what the DAO looks like. But since you're intimately involved in that group, where are we at with it now? And what do you think the next steps would be? How can the rest of us as the membership help with that beyond just keeping our profiles updated?
1: First of all, fill in your profiles with whatever uh, you like. Spreading the word is always good in the long term. Sobol's idea is to become this uh, hub that you can just do your snapshot voting and define your KPIs around it and just use your goals view to compensate the people who uh, finish those goals, uh, the roles uh, who reach their KPIs and stuff, like automating these things. And this uh, map is basically the skeleton, the structure of it.
0: So the map is the starting point.
1: Yeah, the map is the starting point. And actually keeping the map updated is a very important part of it. And right now we are in the, in the process of solidifying that structure of keeping the map updated. Because if we cannot update the map enough, like in a better way, uh, then if the roles doesn't get filled and stuff, like, half of the thing you did will not work.
0: Yeah, it's not useful. It has to have an accurate representation of the membership and teams and stuff. So yeah, that's super critical uh, because otherwise the rest of it is meaningless. (laughs) Yeah.
1: And the second thing is the goals view, I think, Uh, because right now people are doing a lot of things on work, yes, but most of them are like bounties and one-time tasks. But since we are more, focused around roles we can carry long-term goals over this timesheet in the kanban like in to do in progress in review it's a basic kanban but you know it's kind of a timesheet so I think which will get us stronger to be used like a daily thing will be the kanban board and uh, but for now it's Mostly, the role holders use it to check their people, and in seasonal proposals, we use it to show, uh, like international media nodes and trans- translators' guilds—really big guilds and projects—they want—they wanted to show off, you know. <laughs> so they use the map to show how big they are, and
0: <laughs> or how effective they are with a small team. It's like, look at us—we're just four people. <laughs> <laughs>
1: onboarding people, they like to use it when they want to fill in profiles because they give good information about the contributor.
0: Yeah, I think that's been a hole in contributor retention and knowing who can do what. Each guild has a contributor list with their skill tree, not even necessarily a skill tree. You know, it's all in Notion and if you go and look at that contributor list, you're like, oh, I guess I haven't looked at this in a while. And it's not yeah. being used dynamically and actively. And, and I think we're really missing out by not having a better view into what people can do.
1: Yeah, like in Sobo, you can just go to the database of people, which is member directory on the left-hand side menu. And you can basically do a filter on a specific Discord role, let's say AVGILM, and then you can filter that again with anything. Like in the interests, they can have cooking. You are looking for someone who is in AV guild and knows cooking. Like you can just search for that. Do a filter around people's skills, interests and discord roles and display names or countries. You are looking for a pe- person from Canada that you can just do something together. You are going. We can just check who are there of course these are optional uh, entry information so if they didn't enter it you can, we cannot know and we cannot ask them you
0: know right right
1: to enter their location and stuff but if i'm okay with it i just share so people to know
0: yeah it's even got a world map view when you go into the member directory so if people have put in their country it'll show and again this is totally optional this is not being put in there for you. You share as much information or as little information as you want. But yeah, this is pretty cool. I really need to dig into this more truthfully. I can see that Solbol, since the last time I've looked at it, has added new features too.
1: Yeah, we have a lot of cool features. Uh, the automatic members, you can open and close from there. The identities just came in. And it's, it's much smoother than before. The zoom in and out, I think.
0: Yeah, and you had mentioned identities before. So you can log in with a Discord ID. You can log in with MetaMask. You can do an email if you want. So any any of them will work. Obviously, Discord. If you uh, tie it with your Discord identity, then it pulls in your roles and all that stuff. And then that's a value add there. Cool. So. There's some opportunities here, right? Dow cartography, I don't know how big your team is right now. It's housed within Operations Guild. And then my understanding is you're also decentralizing a bit some of the maintenance. So yeah, if you're interested in Dow cartography and <laughs> this is of interest to you, there's some opportunities here. You're starting a Sobol editor team, right? Or you're training people as Sobol editors. I don't know if this particular episode will come out in time for your next session which is this coming Tuesday uh, but you do the monthly on how to become a Sobol editor so that's working on the Dow cartography team and then secondly just as a DAO member to go in and look at your own Sobol profile and please put whatever information in there you're comfortable with try and make sure it's updated and um, as we use the tool more as we get things mapped it will become more and more useful. And we're still exploring all these ways of of handling governance and task management and who does what and what who's on what team. And there's a lot of moving parts. And we haven't really settled in on the what can I do? Yeah, exactly. What can I do? How can I help? Where can I plug in? And then now that we're to start tracking performance metrics and stuff and how a team is performing against their budget, I imagine that'll become more and more important.
1: Yeah, day by day.
0: The idea of being able to have dashboards and, and automatically having, it's a pipe dream, but having this stuff automatically bubble up so you don't have to constantly compile data every month.
1: I I really love how nerdy each, each one of us, like we love <laughs> dashboard, we love graphics. Give me something new tool to just, use <laughs> right. learn, you know? <laughs> it's amazing this nerds world. I like it, I love it it's it's really a, I'm honored to be a part of
0: it. <laughs> well yeah it's part of the nature of our membership here I think as we've said before there's a lot of intellectually curious people here you have to be in order to be able to roll with the punches and you try a new tool and like oh that doesn't really do what I want and then you kind of toss that over your shoulder and everything's so fluid right now I was just looking yesterday doing a little bit of research and At last count, there's something like 350 apps in the DAO tooling space. 350.
1: Yeah, yes. More DAO tools than DAOs, right?
0: And it's all fledgling. Yeah, it's crazy. (laughs) And so to me, it's a huge opportunity, but you also have to be judicious about where you spend your time and which ones you really dig into deep. And I think Sobol is one of those that has a lot, Legroom or a lot of growth runway for other kinds of feature integrations and stuff. And I'm you know I'm not involved with the team at all. I just I think it's a cool tool.
1: I like it very much. It's really I'm really happy to find this Sobel team because like it's really fun to work with them and it's all inclusive. And, you know, just let's join and do things together. We like to get together and have a meeting just to map <laughs> like. You cannot find a lot of people to do that. Yeah. This is a lucky place.
0: That's a good way of putting it, Ray. I mean, there are so many different things you can dig into here at Bankless DAO or even in the space at all. So if if something doesn't interest you, just blink and you'll find something else that does. And then being able to do a deep dive and get really, really knowledgeable about something that, that you're passionate about. DAO cartography is a pretty big idea. I mean, there's a lot of moving parts to it. And as DAO space evolves, and as these organizational structures continue to morph, I mean, people that know how to map the space and can speak to it—I think that's going to be a pretty valuable skill.
1: Yeah, I think so because, like, now in the Discord channels, I'm looking really differently when I go into the new DAO that I join or new organization. Anything I can see, like their teams and everything, like. They're smaller work groups. I can just see them in here because I know how to look at it from from the Sobon mapping all these teams and everyone, especially Bankless DAO.
0: Cool. Bankless DAO is using it in one way and we're kind of getting started. But I'm just curious, have you seen other DAOs, other decentralized organizations starting to use tools like this and are you seeing innovative, creative ways that they're being used that you hadn't thought of? I guess I'm just wondering what people are finding most useful. Where where they're getting the most benefit right now?
1: They're getting the most benefit, I think, from the uh, circle view, the map, and w- one organization is Polygon DAO, Polygon Ecosystem DAO, uh, which they use to track the KPIs. I would like to see more of that, more focusing on the on the uh, map features to to have one the, one of these variable features to be most powerful. So, yeah, in the other DAOs, like uh, I might say Aragon, I know they use it quite well, Refi DAO, and uh, that is one another one I follow. There's a Turkish DAO that uh, we talked and they implemented, and they are quite happy about uh, seeing the map and seeing the DAO from the top. I, I feel like I'm looking from the top, from, from a high point to the DAO when I look at that map.
0: Yeah, that's a good way of <laughs> thinking about it.
1: And I think people like that too.
0: Yeah, maybe that's what's appealing about it to me is that it's a top-down view. Because I feel like so many of the, the tools we work with, are, they start at the granular level. And then you're trying to figure out where that thing fits in the bigger piece. And it's almost like solo works in the opposite direction. You see the big picture and then you drill down to where the detail lives.
1: Yeah, but actually when you think about it, you build from the detail. But then zoom out and look at it from the top. <laughs> yeah, I didn't look at it like that before. Thanks for the point yeah, of
0: that, That's interesting too, yeah. You start planting all these trees and it's not a forest until you zoom out.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: so again, that's speaking to making sure folks, the more you fill it out, the more useful it'll be, right?
1: Yeah, the biggest, biggest contribution that anyone can do is right now is to fill their profiles and give your information about skills and interests, the roles you get in the, in the DAO check them. Great. That would be really great.
0: Great. Well, we'll have all that stuff in the show notes. And then we had talked offline briefly just about there's been a change in the way that you get added to Sobol because it used to be a form request that you would do when we were first implementing it. But that's no longer the case, right?
1: Yeah, that's depreciated. You just go into the uh, website now, sobol.io, and log in with your Discord and you're ready. Boom, done. Everything is synced by the Sobol bot.
0: great so that slash subal invite is no more okay that's good to know that's That's good i learned something new today (laughs)
1: that's great learn something new every day
0: every day (laughs) and actually often something you learned yesterday is different today it's 1.1 but anyway (laughs)
1: yeah that's right that's totally right
0: (laughs) all right well i i know we uh this is you know, so Again, since this is audio only, uh, Sobol is a very visual tool. So I would encourage folks to go to sobol.io, check it out, connect your Discord, take a look and see what Bankless DAO, the org, looks like, and zoom in on your own group and say, "Hey, wait a minute, this doesn't look right, we'll go in and fix it. And then if this thing sounds interesting to you, head on over to DAO Cartography, jump into their meetings, come to the monthly training. Yeah. So, um, all right, well, what anything else you, did you want to touch on, Ray? We talked about DAO Cartography. Quite a bit. We talked a little bit about international media nodes and your involvement with in Translators Guild, and a little bit about the Turkish, the bankless, bankless Turkey. Is there anything else you wanted to touch on, or or something we forgot to mention about any of those
1: topics? I don't think so. I think it was quite a good chat. Thank you. Thank you for having me here
0: again. Yeah, absolutely. It's um, it's really fun to uh, to meet new, I mean, you're not a new DAO member. You've been here a while and I've seen you around. I knew you've been working on Sobol. I know you've been doing some other things. I knew you've been super active in the Turkish media node and we have never chatted. So I am super happy that we had a chance to have this conversation. I love what the Turkish media node is doing and I'll have to make a personal commitment to jump in and spend a little bit more time in Sobol myself and, and update my profile as well.
1: Thank you very much. And I'm, I'm really following, especially this making bank because Uh, i see the people that i know and it's it's really fun to uh, be able to listen everyone yeah it's fun
0: you know we did there was an original banking bank show back when the dow first launched back in may of 2021 and defi deluxe did that show and i think we did like five episodes but then it kind of dropped off the wayside and what we're gonna do at some point here is go and grab those original episodes and maybe repackage them or republish them or something because it's a different rss feed and and so a lot of folks may not have heard that. And we had talked to Iced Cool and Above Average Joe. I wasn't involved in it at that time in, in the show. But, um, yeah, it was fun to go back and listen to some of the OGs from Bankless Dow and talking about getting the thing started. It's, it's pretty fun. But, uh, yeah, so I appreciate that, Ray. I, I hadn't thought of it as being like this historical record of the Dow, and it kind of is hearing people's journeys. I think it'll be really fun if we, we go back here in a, in a few years and listen back to our entry journey and chuckle about that kind of fun
1: yeah right like two years later in the Daw, what was i doing okay let's check <laughs> it's great yep.
0: a lot of fun all right right well i again i really appreciate it and i know it's getting late where you're at and uh, really appreciate the time and i hope i get a chance to visit your part of the world again it's one of my favorite places to visit Yeah,
1: see, if you come over, just let me know.
0: Absolutely fantastic. I tend to take people up on those offers, so be careful what you offer.
1: (laughs) (laughs) No, 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 I'm serious, man.
0: All right, sir.
1: If you come over, just let me know. And like, I believe you haven't been to Bursa. No, I have not. My city, it's pretty close to Istanbul. And whenever you come to Turkey, you will probably visit Istanbul. So just uh, like, Let me know and I'll show you my steals. Oh,
0: fantastic. I can hardly wait. Well, I think that's a great way to end the show. Thanks again, Ray. Uh, Have a good evening. Have a great weekend.
1: Thank you, too. Have a good evening. See you around.
0: And that's a wrap. Thanks for listening. This has been Making Bank, a production of Bankless DAO. If you'd like to learn more about Bankless DAO, please visit bankless.community on the web for more information on how to get started. And of course, if you like what we're doing, please like, subscribe, and follow on your favorite podcast platform.